Hello and welcome to the Howling Monkey Reads the Comics. Today is Sunday, April 2nd, 2017. Let's take a look and see what's happening in the funnies together, shall we? I hope everybody is doing great. Uh, I'm I'm doing fine. I Yesterday, of course, was April Fool's Day, April 1st. Uh, so people were pulling tricks on each other um, in this country. And in France, I learned that it's called the called April Fish. And what they do is they, they take paper fish and they put them on people's back. And if you were able to trick someone into having a fish on their back, they are the April Fish. Which which goes a long way to explaining why the French are known for their great comedies. Our first comic of the day is Arlo and Janice in this particular episode. Uh, Janice and Arlo are in the kitchen. Arlo is cleaning some pots and pans, and Janice tells him, Oh, it looks like you've been you've been cooking. And he goes, Yes, yes, and I wanted you to see that I cleaned up my mess. And she goes, That's great, but you know, you you missed a few glasses. And he goes, Oh, those are there before I started. Now, the joke uh, there is that Arlo cleaned up, but not really. He, he While cleaning up, he should have just gone ahead and cleaned up the few glasses that were sitting there, but he did not. He only cleaned up the literal literal mess that he made, which, which is funny because uh, it, it shows that he is not thoughtful in any way. So that's funny. Our next comic of the day is Art and Chip Sansom's The Born Loser. In this episode, um, the Born Loser is sitting with, I guess, a friend, and they're 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 in a sitting situation where they're in in like comfy chairs, fabric. One is green, one is blue, and they are facing each other in this guy's living room. But they are they are like inches apart. The, these chairs are set up so that you are practically touching each other in the knees. There's no table between them or anything. Which is unfortunate because they're both holding cups of, of coffee and we, we know they're coffee because one of them has the words high test on it with a puff of smoke coming out. Uh, and the guy goes, hey, do you want to hear something funny? When I was a kid, I always wanted to be a cowboy or, uh, you know, later I discovered I was scared of horses, uh, you know. And then he goes, well, you know, as a child, is there anything you ever thought you wanted to be that turned out to be ridiculous? And the born loser says, "Why, yes, I wanted to be an NFL quarterback, but you know, I grew up to be five foot nine and two hundred fifty pounds. That's pretty ridiculous." Everyone so goes, "Yeah, that's that's pretty good." Uh, but here's a hypothetical for you: If you could go back to your childhood and grow up to be anything, what would it be? And the born loser goes, ah, "Sigh, anybody but myself." And the joke here is the born loser is such a terrible lot in life that he, if he could have gone back in time and been anything other than himself, that is exactly what he would have done. That's why he is the born loser. (sighs) Well, that was depressing. All right. Speaking of depressing, our next comic of the day is Brian Crane's Pickles. In this episode, uh, Mr. Pickles is walking up to his wife and he's outside and he's whistling a jaunty tune. We know that because there's a note emitting from his mouth. And Mrs. Pickles goes, Hey, where have you been, Earl? He's Earl Pickles. And he goes, Well, I just went to the gas station to fill up the car. And uh, she goes, Well, where is it? And he goes, well, Where's what? She says, The car. He goes, What? The car? Oh, shoot. And he walks away. And the joke here is that uh, Mr. Pickles 
no longer knows why he why he went to the filling station. He forgot the car was there, and this is funny because uh, showing that as he is aging, he's becoming more and more forgetful. And we are now making fun of the uh, the elderly who no longer have the same thought capabilities as they did in their younger days. So that's that's pretty funny there to make make fun of folks like that. Our next comic is Herb and Jamal by Stephen Bentley in this uh, episode. Um, Herb is working out at the gym. And Jamal goes, hey, is that all you can lift? And he goes, oh, I can outlift anybody, but i got to hold myself back. You see, even though I'm married, if I allowed myself to exercise and reach my full potential, I would become an Adonis uh, and be a threat to every single man in this place. And Jamal goes, well, one thing's for sure. You certainly don't need to exercise your ego. The joke here is that uh, Herb's ego is is already large enough. It does not require further exercising based on the fact that he believes that he would uh, be able to to steal everyone's women, I guess. Our next comic of the day is Mama. Oh, you know, this will be this will be good by Mel Lazarus. I. Uh, and and if you're like me, you had no idea that they continue. They're still making Mama any any time past 1975. But but they are. In this episode, Mama is standing there, and she goes, "Oh look, here comes Thomas. That's one of her sons with a suitcase." And and Mama greets him at the door. He goes, "Oh uh, hi, Mama. Tina and I." And she's thinking in her mind, "Oh my goodness, he's going to move back to me. Uh, she treats him horribly. I knew this day would happen, but I should pretend to be sad." Uh, he goes, Tina and I have decided, and she goes, oh boy, oh boy. And he says, to return this suitcase we borrowed from you. Good night, mama. And, uh, he walks out the door and and then mom starts crying. (laughs) That's the, uh, that's the end of it. So the joke here is that Mama had hoped that his son was getting a divorce and was moving back home. And when she learned that he had just dropped by to to return a suitcase, it made her sad and she cried because Mama is an awful, awful person. That's a joke with Mama. Although, it is odd that, I mean, he just literally dropped by, dropped off a suitcase and fled. He could have said, visited for a few minutes, but no. But who can blame him? Because Mama's horrific. But that's a joke, is that she thought her son was getting a divorce, and when he wasn't, she started crying. Our next comic of the day is another blast from the past that no one knew they were still making. It's uh, Barney Google and Snuffy Smith, although it could just really be Snuffy Smith, because who's seen Barney Google in, like, the past 15 years? Uh, anyway, in this episode, Louise is at the doctor, and she says, I'm so sick of starving myself, Doc, and the doctor goes, i tell you what. You go run home, you go eat something fattening. Sorry, he actually says, uh, now run along home and eat something fattening without no shame. It. Without, no, without no shame. And then I guess we're skipping ahead to whenever she comes back to the doctor. And the doctor goes, are you sticking to your diet? And Which in the, it doesn't make sense because in the last panel he told her just to eat whatever she wanted, but whatever. Let's just assume there was a a missing visit. And uh, Louise says, yes, sir, and don't add up. How can one pound of chocolate weigh ten pounds on my hips? And she's crying. And the joke here is, 
that she's put on weight and it doesn't make sense that she's put on 10 pounds by just eating one pound of chocolate, which I mean, that's, that's, that's honestly a lot of chocolate to be eating a, a pound of chocolate. That's like, you know, it, math is not my forte, but I think it would be like the equivalent of four quarter pounders worth of chocolate. But anyway, that's the joke there is that, that it always seems that you gain more weight than you eat when you're eating delicious, delicious treats. Uh, so that's the joke there. Our next comic of the day is Brian and Greg Walker's High and Lois. In this episode, uh, Lois is looking at a scrapbook and uh, her oldest daughter comes up and goes, Hey mom, what are you doing? And she says, I'm looking at, now, at, photo, at photos. And the kid goes, Oh wow, that's me as a baby. And she goes, Yeah, and ditto too. I, I guess that's one of the kids is named Ditto apparently. Uh, ditto too. That's great. And then, then the kid goes, well, wait, how come there's no pictures of Trixie in there? Where are those? And, uh, she goes, well, you know, Trixie was born after the digital age. So we keep all her pictures in the cloud. And in the final, final panel, baby Trixie is looking out the window and goes, "Aw, could you bring some of those down so I can see them? Sunbeam. And the the joke here is that a baby believes that when you say something's in the cloud, that it's literally in a cloud up in the sky. And it would be delightful for a sunbeam to bring those pictures down for little Trixie to to look at. So that's a joke. That's a joke. There is that uh, meaning of the word the, the the cloud. So this you know. High and Lois has been around since I—I I have no idea how long, forever. But here they're—they're they're showing you how vital and current they are by using some, uh, doing a whole panel, a whole strip about the cloud. So bully for them. But that's the joke: is that a little child believes that the cloud where you store things uh, is a literal little cloud. Ah ha ha! Our next comic today is the. Family Circus by Bill Keen. And this, oh my goodness. And this little, in the, uh, okay. In this episode, Jeffy is having a dream that he's walking along what looks like the Savannah or the Velt, whichever. And that's all fine. In the next panel, though, he is suddenly attacked by a giant spotted leopard that leaps at him and it makes him very upset. Uh, the, the cartoon shows. Three sweat beads, no, five sweat beads flying off of him, and he's, maybe six. I see, there are six sweat beads and hand gyrations based on the strip. And then, and then in the final panel, he comes running into his mommy's room uh, with three sweat beads flying off him, and he's holding his rear, it looks like, as if he's concerned he might have an accident. And he goes, I had a frightmare. And the joke here is that he had a nightmare, and nightmares are frightening, and night and fright sound the same. So when he says he had a frightmare, he really meant he was having a nightmare. But because he's a little kid who combines all those things, he ended up saying frightmare, and that's just adorable, isn't it? It is not. All right. Finally today, Andy Cap is drunk. That's all the time we have for the Howling Monkey Reads the Comics. Until next time, see you. 
in the funny papers. The Howling Monkey Reads the Comics is brought to you by Law Dog Productions, LLC. All content copyright Law Dog Productions, LLC. For further information, check us out at www.thehowlingmonkey.com. Or if you have comments or questions, write to joe at thehowlingmonkey.com. Finally, if you'd like to support this podcast, please do so on Patreon. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N. We're at patreon.com backslash thehowlingmonkey.com.